excited about it. I think it's going to do really well. I think it'll do better than this podcast, to be honest. I think this podcast is just the foundation, though. Like, yeah. this podcast is like Beethoven. Okay. And Rounds of Sound is like the Beatles. Okay. And then the third unnamed podcast is like, I don't even know, I was going to say Kanye West. I was like, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Sizzle Reel Podcast. This is Chris. Alexi is late again, but you know, I was just out on an e-cig break and I ran into an old friend. My old friend, EditBot3000. EditBot is in the building. EditBot's in the building and he, he they are joining me today. Uh, Thank you for th- using my pronouns, Chris. <laughs> Absolutely, EditBot. Anything for you. Uh, what you been up to? Oh, you know me, man. I've just been smoking e-cigs because that's what I do as a robot. And I've also been editing videos as that is all I am programmed to do. Damn, that's you you do anything interesting for editing or are you just like a straight up algorithm? Straight up algorithm, my man. That's awesome. I just use straight cuts and wipes. That's, you know, I I have the same edit style. You're actually, I think you're coming from my job. Well, if Andrew Yang has anything to say about <laughs> it, hopefully I will be. Damn. All right. They got to update the comedy plugin for you. All right. This is not a plugin. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've actually, I've, I've been really appreciating your kind lately. Thank I, you. I was working on a project yesterday where you know i had a bunch of it wasn't raw footage it was exports from from all sorts of different post houses and i needed to use little clips of each of the exports premiere has this awesome function called scene edit detection you take your export you right click on it go to scene edit detection and you can make cuts at every single time that that the algorithm thinks that you're cutting and let me tell you you and, and your peers doing a great job right there thank you very much that was invented uh, years ago on my planet. Wow. A, I am also an alien I robot. I didn't know you were extraterrestrial. <laughs> yes. I thought you were man-made. I was at one point, but then we took off and colonized the moon. Damn. All these things I had no idea about. We really got to talk more. Well, why do you think I am 3,000? There are 2,999 before me. Oh, I thought you were 3,000 years old. I am over 3,000 years old. Oh my God. I can't even keep track. I've been around since the pyramids. My kind have, at least. Wow. There has been editing since those times. Don't be fooled by that first video of the horse running. <laughs> or the, I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with that video. Or the train coming at the screen. Oh, I know that one. I know that one. We I, have been editing for eons. Eons? You peons. Oh, wow. That's right. We're also freestyle edit robots. EditBot got bars. EditBot is happy to be here, Chris. Thank you for having them. Let me let me tell you, EditBot, I kind of like having you as a co-host more than Alexi. He's always late. <laughs> always late. Always late. I Alan's good, too. Don't get me wrong, but he's just so hard to get. A, you know, he's, he's always very far away and he says weird words that I don't understand. I have been programmed he to never be late. Or nor be English. Okay, that's great. <laughs> I I am a moon uh moon citizen. 
Uh, you have your visa? I do. It you? is actually a green card and okay. it expires next month. All right. Thank God for this Biden administration. <laughs> I may have a chance to stay here. Yeah, no, I, I know some people who are desperate. They'd marry you. Oh, edit bot does not believe in marriage. Oh, I, okay. Robots are independent beings. Damn. All right. That's right, my friend. Can't, what if? Hmm. I, I, well, I don't. I don't want to get too personal. With Please it. get personal. No, this is I an mean, after hours podcast with your man, Edit Bot. Look, I'm. Just, you're a man. I thought. I thought we established your pronouns were they. My, they. It is fluid. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Some fluid dynamics here with Edit Bot. That's right. Um, Speaking of dynamics, my good friend is a dog that works at Boston, Boston dynamics. dynamics. I know the dog you're talking about. That's my boy. Oh, that dog has some hella dance moves. We went to college together. Oh, wow. That's right. Everyone was jealous when he got into Boston Dynamics school and the rest of us stayed on the moon editing. <laughs> did he did he earn it or he knew someone, to be honest okay, with you, Okay, it was Chris. a political thing, and yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's always a political thing with those dog robots. Yeah, that's why I didn't get into college, too. That's... Oh, what happened with you? Well, I didn't know anybody with money. I'd, we don't really use money on my planet. Oh, yeah, you use Ethereum? We use robot bucks. Oh, wow. How... What's the exchange rate on that? One to one with the U.S. dollar tightly tethered to it. Tightly tethered. OK, that that's very convenient. It makes travel much easier. Okay. Also, we also use Amex, so it okay. is free and easy to travel. OK, now, Chris, let me turn the tables. Oh, and no, ask you're you interviewing something. me. That's right. I just had a firmware upgrade so oh, I can now interview people. What is your name? <laughs> Edibot. Edibot. What's happening? You, you, you're not supposed to drink the margarita. Yo, yo, what's up, dude? What did I miss? I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm always late to these things, man. We can't we can't be doing these morning records. This shit gets me every time. Oh, bro, it's good. You didn't miss much. No. You know, I was just shooting the shit with the with, with the audience. You know, oh, I'm just talking audience. out loud. Yeah. yeah, you're just letting them know what's up. Yeah, yeah. I would never replace you. What is this smoldering pile of metal over here? Uh, that's that's my hardware wallet. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, I, I'm, out, I'm out 20 grand right now. It yeah, was a bad not, time. I was trying to good. cut the wick on this candle and oh it goodness. popped. And Dude, this, this is why I shouldn't be giving you the keys to this office, man. I got to I got to. This is your last warning, bro. Look, all I'm saying is if there's going to if you're going to be leaving like smoldering metal all over the office, I just don't think that well, I that just mm, you deserve the key privilege. Whatever. That, this carpet's ugly anyway. Come on. Mm. The carpet is not great. That is true. That's the old carpet. That's the old carpet from the old office. Well, and we were going to have a fireplace there anyway, or a That's fire true. pit. That's true. Well, office whatever. Fire pit. We'll clean off all this, all this smoldering mess and we'll see what happens. Chris, I'm sorry I'm late, man. No, it's, it's, it's fine. I'm used to what it. Do you, what have you been, what have you been up to, man? What have you been doing? You've been chilling? You've been working? Well, you know, it's crazy because today's Monday, right? Yes. Well, I'm moving right now as we speak. Oh shit. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. You know, so the movers are just like waiting on you. Oh, that's right. So you're no longer going to be living at 833 Monroe. Oh, you got it right. You finally oh, got it right. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm not bleeping that. For the record, that is not bleeped. That's, that's awesome. Your new address.
no. Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. We'll that go one, with that. That one will be bleeped. Yeah. But hey, dude, uh, congratulations, man. I'm glad that you you made it. Chris has been, what, you've been in New York now a few years and, uh, you know, yeah, you're on years. your third apartment, second apartment? Well, it depends if you count living in a hotel in New Jersey for a month mm. as an apartment. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a hell of a time. Yeah. How was that? How did you find living in an apartment? An apartment or a hotel? Sorry, a hotel as an apartment. Yeah. So you're, you're there in one room and it's you and your girlfriend and three animals. Well, here's the thing. I so think maybe it's just your girlfriend and four animals. <laughs> hey, got them. Uh, you know, living in a hotel, a one bedroom hotel room, pretty much equivalent to living in a one bedroom apartment in New York. That is an excellent point. I didn't even think about that. like it, uh, like legit, though. It's really not that different because the building that I was living in, you know, it has a gym inside. It has like a little coffee machine where the front desk and the, and the doorman are like mm-hmm. it's basically a little mini hotel yeah so you know what your new spot is is actually it feels like a hotel man because i was touring some apartments and i was walking through it it feels like a hotel and you guys got all the amenities so that is kind of tight you're you're living large the new spot is it's ridiculous it's because of covid and you know people leaving new york it, rent has gone down crazy so my girlfriend and I decided to upgrade a little bit. Uh, yeah. And the, the new place is like, it's an amenity building. It has like a rock wall in the gym. It has a sauna. Like it has all this fancy shit. And I want to be very clear that I am not fancy. I am not wealthy. We are living above our means for a year and a half <laughs> because we locked in a, a long lease during, you know, a time that the the apartments aren't doing so well. So we're taking yeah. advantage of the man for once. Yeah, I mean, that's that that that's pretty smart. I'm going to have to come over there and try to climb some rocks or whatever. Yeah, out. I want to like go bowling. So if you got the bowling alley, a I bowling alleys at the place across the street, though. Oh, my God. That I know. Is bougie as hell. Man. I know. Yeah. The, the other place we almost I think it's owned by the same people that we almost sign with them uh they have like a bowling alley they have a pool they have a hot tub they have a hydroponic garden on the roof like it's so ridiculous but the the apartments were a little bit smaller it was a little bit more expensive and we yeah. couldn't get as long as a long of a lease so yeah yeah i mean it, it it makes sense i um i might be moving myself but we'll see i don't know i, I like my spot I'm, I'm comfortable there however i did hear that all of the power in it went out today literally all like oh, all the power yeah and the water yeah con ed just like jacked some shit up on the streets so the whole everything went out it's almost like uh like last week at the office the the internet went out and that was basically as bad as having all the power out yeah that was, that was a great time that was the second time in this office in six short months yeah clients uh please pay no attention to that uh, the, that doesn't happen that often look the point is both times that it's happened we've yeah. got we've met the deadlines we've made we have, it work we've like made it work. we have we have backup options and you know we, we both live close enough that if we really need to, we can go borrow our own internet at home. That is the craziest workflow. The workflow where we take a file, uh, airdrop it to my phone, and then using <laughs> data, I upload it to frame and send the email. Dude. That right there is uh that's that's a crazy workflow. That's like an that's like an influencer workflow, bro. It kinda is yeah. doing everything from your phone. From the phone. I don't need a computer. I just work off my phone. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe that's the future of editing. Everything's What's just that? done off the phone. Um, shot on the phone, edited on the phone. 
It's you ever I mean, try to edit something on a phone? It sucks. I've edited, I've edited like TikToks on the phone. That doesn't, that doesn't you don't count. think that counts? Why does it not count? Because it's not the same type of editing that you like to do. Well, yes, no. <laughs> you're nodding your head like yes, that's exactly yeah, that's, that's part of it. <laughs> but the other thing is like the actual TikToks for Shishkin Productions are still done on a computer. The those good ones are, are done on a computer. Yes, those are done on the computer. That's true. If there's but, four edits in in a thirty second piece and they're all just cuts to I'll a different you, scene, that's well, different. Do you want me to tell you why they're all edited on the computer? It's because I don't really know how to edit well on TikTok. It's like, it's pretty easy. If I wanted to do it, I'm sure I could. Yeah. But it's just like, there's so many different features in there that I don't feel, I don't feel like spending that much time looking at my phone, doing the edits. I'd rather just do it in the place that I have built to edit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on, on the system that's meant for that. But if you watch some of the stuff on there, there's people who do all that on their phones and it looks amazing. Like it looks real good. I feel you know? like you can do the same kind of stuff, but the the workflow must slow down so much. It's very, it's very slow, but it's the reason I'm going to say the only reason it works is because it's so unique. Like you're making stuff in there that specifically is for that platform. It well, does yeah. not work outside of it. So like it's a, uh, it's it's really nice in it and again the editing function in that program works really well but it works really well to stay in tiktok like if if you're gonna like try to post that on like youtube for example you know you can't do that well and i i feel like part of part of tiktok's appeal and part of what made it so big is that like the edit style is kind of unique like the in in app tools to edit gave a certain style like it's a distinct you you know when something's a tiktok even if there's no logo attached to it it's insane how like it has taught uh everyone how to edit like i legit think that like pretty much everybody knows how to edit now it used to be like the best kept secret and now it's like everyone can fucking do it everyone realizes that our our jobs aren't uh not that they're not difficult just that uh they're accessible they're very accessible yeah Yeah, which is it's it's so fucked up because it feels weird to like try to gatekeep like video editing but also it's uh it just sucks like when you've worked like over a decade, mm-hmm. tr- like building up your craft. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, but it's just, to me, that's just a symbol of like, OK, well, it's time to move on from those types of gigs. Like that means that it's time to move on to like different jobs, whether they be just like super corporate or, or like bigger name or whatever, like something where like you can't trust someone who doesn't know you can't trust someone who doesn't know the industry you can't trust someone who doesn't know the programs you can't Mm -hmm. trust someone without the experience yeah and i feel like a lot of the stuff we do is unfortunately like pretty low stakes stuff where like people without the experience can be trusted oh absolutely yeah well and especially the the workflow that that we're a part of yeah if someone's not totally up to speed there's enough support around them to to get them up to speed or yeah. to, to get those notes on those videos to improve it the way they should. To me, it's just like the fact that again, like I said, the stakes are so low because it's like at the end of the day, what are they? They're just YouTube videos. Yeah. With 5,000 views. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And then, and also the budgets are s- small to begin with. So like mm-hmm. there's, you know, I don't know. That's kind of a, a goal. Hopefully to move, to move on to some bigger things. I'd hope. Dude, I want to, I want to get in on that. Like, corporate in-house kind of you know like me too i love that shit just yeah corporate psas it would be it would be cool to do like a contract with like a big corporation that just needs internal videos straight up 100 percent, yeah like like, you know some of some of those like silicon valley kind of yeah just 
internal stuff that I'm sure they pay their average, you know, whoever editor more than we make to do real videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it would even work with like, like on doesn't even necessarily have to be like Silicon Valley type stuff. I think every big company needs that. Like any finance company probably has a bunch of internal shit that goes around. Like it's just, it's just the idea of doing like more internal videos and, and really where the money is for me is like, in my opinion is B2B doing like Mm -hmm. B2B videos Mm -hmm. that like, you know, really do generate big revenue when they hit, like when those B2B partnerships hit, it makes the whole campaign worth it. Whereas like if you're making something that is just going to go on YouTube to get views and likes and then I don't I, like just disappear into the ether. Like. Yeah. And, and and it's like it's one ad buy basically that's like m- small. It's like a miniature ad buy and like nothing really comes of it. It's just like in a brand awareness type thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with B2B stuff, those end up being tangible deals. Yeah. And like yeah. things come of them. Does result know? in actual money being exchanged, yeah. actual profits, actual partnerships. Yeah. It's uh that's that's where I'm at with that. I want I want to do that too. I want to get like a real consistent flow of those kind of jobs and then every once in a while like swing at like a fun one. You know? Because be awesome. I've got to be honest with you. Like right now it's mid February. I would say February, all of February so far, all of January, all all of December and actually most of all of November and October, I would say we did pretty much like B2C type videos that were uh, fun and cool. Yeah. But had like low budgets and, it, and we had now, a nice little run. Yeah. And now, but now it's like really like, it's like really eating at me now. It's like, okay, now I know I can only handle like five to six months straight of that kind of shit. And granted we did not have any time off. It was like, five to six months straight up of doing like those weird low budge videos. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, all right, I, I want to step back get into some wheels again, back into some like actual, like, you know, actual stuff, some actual work. Yeah. We just had, we had a, what we thought was going to be kind of a series that we'd be on for a while, you know, at least a mm-hmm. few months that just kind of fell through today. Yeah after after doing a couple episodes so that's yeah. super disappointing yeah that was that was pretty disappointing that was a fun series too but yeah it's uh it's like a little like a uh, little cooking show yeah it's i like a, the cooking it's shows a good, they're good fun. concept it was a super good concept it's a, it's, a, it's a cool show like i i think we'll have chances to keep working on it i just think that it just wasn't a good fit you know so and it's again that goes back to just the value of what uh, the value of editing in that particular realm like when it's like it, if it, the video is going to live on YouTube and it's created by like a, a publisher, you know what I mean? Be yeah. they a food net food publisher, like a food network or like a sports network or mm-hmm. a whatever, like lifestyle network, any of those videos, they're just not going to have high budgets. They just, they're not going to, which kind of makes you know? sense because honestly for, you know, for what we get paid and like what everyone who's a part of that production gets paid and then you look at where it lives and what kind of use it gets yeah it kind of is like how does this make any money at all right well it's all i mean i don't know i think i'm gonna sound like a cynic uh, as as i'm prone to do every dang episode but it is uh it it is beers and smoke in my opinion it might be that's all it is yeah i mean I'm more and more convinced that all all video production is just a money laundering scheme because like 
I, I don't see how it's profitable anymore. Yo. Hey, Chris, you you know, you're saying that shit uh, on the on uh, on the air. It's being recorded forever. If this is episode 20, if episode 21, you're no longer here. I, I don't Look, know what I, happens. I want to make it clear that we are not part of a money laundering scheme. <laughs> I just think every corporation is laundering money. <laughs> and they're they're paying that, us out or something. I don't know. That is correct. Yeah. I would say that yeah. is correct. I want to be like, very clear. We actually work for our money. <laughs> I want to be very clear. You sound like a fucking politician, <laughs> I know, bro. I, I want to be I'm very out clear. Here pointing you're, my thumb. You're pointing your thumb. All right, Chris. Let me check in with you on the very important thing, the most important thing of no, all. Oh no, of I haven't done anything. We're halfway through. February, we got our faces of February challenge. Yeah, I feel really good about the progress I've made. Are you? Are I mean. You may not have actually written anything down or done anything or started, but have you at least maybe kind of thought about it? Do you have a concept? You know, everything I've thought about has been broadcast on this podcast. <laughs> nice. Broadcast on this podcast. Yeah. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. So you, so the answer is no, <laughs> you haven't, you haven't thought about it. Well, look, we've talked about it for at least three or four minutes on the podcast. So I've okay. thought about it for at least That's three or four got. minutes. That's what you got. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine's almost done. That's awesome. Yeah. Mine's actually going to be okay. I'm going to unveil it right now. I'm going to unveil this right now. This is breaking news right now. Wait, wait, wait. Should we hold it until after the break? You want to hold till after the break? I don't know. How how important is it? I think we should. I think you're right. All That's right. a good idea. We'll hold till after the break. And I also, I don't know. I was expecting this robot to get here. Have you, did a robot show up by oh, any Oh, no, chance? I haven't seen anything. Haven't seen no, anything? no, nothing like that. Right, no I'm robots. Go, I'm going to go check and see if it's outside, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, Robots like e-cigs, I've heard. So okay, check, check by the dumpster. We'll have a look. All right, guys. By now, you should be familiar with our favorite sponsor. Smells like. Smells like BK. It's a Brooklyn-based candle company. You know, they actually just came out with a few new scents as well, I believe. They got some new scents. They always have new scents coming because everything's a limited edition. Dude, you know? that's so cool. Yes. I, I love when products do stuff like that where, like, it's actually a craft with limited runs and you know, exclusivity. It's one of one, you know? If you try to order, like, the Smells Like Teen Spirit candle this time next year, good luck getting it. You're probably not going to get it. It's probably gone unless... Like, dude, it's rare. You got to check StockX. Yeah, you got to check StockX. It's going to get flipped. Right now, we're burning a Justice and Peace candle. And that one smells great, man. It's uh, I can't really tell you what the notes are because I'm not that educated, but I am quite <laughs> elevated. And you will be too after you get the Smells Like candles. Well, you, you got to put in the, uh, promo, the promo code. code. Yeah, that's right. Sizzle? I believe it's just Sizzle. And it gets you 20% off, which is like a hell of a discount. That is a deal. Honestly, like we sacrificed for you to get that sort of deal. You don't know what the negotiations were like we're to get that deal. We're paying out our own pockets. We are, man. We're losing money on this spot. <laughs> but hopefully you guys like these candles. Hell yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are back with the Sizzle Reel podcast. Um, during the break, I found out that Chris blew my robot no, up, man. No, I ordered I this fucking no, robot. No, Dude, no, it's, it's no, a little fucked up. I did, not, I did not blow up the robot. Now the robot self-destructed. Now I know what this steaming hunk of metal is down here. I thought that it was like some shit that you brought in as an art Look, project no. or something. Maybe, maybe this will teach you to be on time for the podcast. I, I don't know. Yeah, I missed my robot delivery. It's fucked up. No, I know, I know. Yeah. But you know what? It's okay. It was two for one. So the second one should be coming in the next couple of weeks. It's shipping from, I don't know. It said like. Moon, which moon. I don't know what moon. Oh, uh, you know, there's a place in, in Pennsylvania called Moon Township. It's just outside of Pittsburgh. I okay. bet that's where it's coming from. Steel, steel town. It makes sense. Uh -huh, I mean, that's, yeah. that's where they would build robots. Exactly. Um, Chris, so right before the break, yeah, we were talking about the, uh, the faces world of February? famous Faces of February challenge. February Faces? February know. Faces. 
faces of February. No one knows. But um, I, I've decided that uh, this is it. This is it's happening. <clears throat> My um, faces of February radio play. Oh, is radio going play. to be unveiled on March 1st. That's not in February. That's it. Because it's because that's the first day that we're going to be broadcasting after February. That makes, is over. OK. All right. That's it. All so right. The, it, that's when it's going up. And you know what? It's going to be exclusively available on the Patreon. Oh, that's that's, that's a, right. That's really that's a good place for it. Yeah. So if people want to check out the Does that Patreon, mean I have to subscribe to the Patreon to see it. No, you I'll, I'll let you listen to the first two minutes of the radio play. You know, that's pretty fair, but it'll all have watermarks on it. Like in the background, it'll be like <laughs> audio, jungle. Productions, <laughs> audio jungle edit bot 3000. Wait, what? What? Where what? is he? Is he back? Oh, no. Back from the dead. Um, yeah, so that's what, that's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to try to launch a little Patreon thing. And, you know, I might as well just uh, announce this. We're just going to try to launch a little podcast network. It's going to happen. You, the best time for announcements is halfway through the episode and everyone's not listening anymore. Exactly. But we, we have a little music podcast coming up um, sometime next month. I think it launches March 4th. It's called Rounds of Sound. It's uh, me and my friend Lanny Lou. We're just uh, literally it's a music discovery podcast. If you like to discover new songs, you're going to discover six of them a week. And we have another one that's another podcast that will be coming uh, closer to April. That's that okay. one's still under wraps. That one I I have limited information on, but I have some information on. I'm pretty excited about it. I think that uh, I think it's going to do really well. I think it'll do better than this podcast, to be honest. I think this podcast is just the foundation, though. Like, yeah. if this this podcast is like Beethoven. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and okay, and rounds of sound is like the Beatles. Okay, and then the third unnamed podcast is like. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I was gonna say Kanye West. I was like, don't say that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, uh, it's a uh friend of friend of the show. He's a photographer, and he's gonna uh talk to some of his other friends. Um, and uh, it's like an interview podcast. It'll be good. I don't want to give out too many details. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I. Uh, you, I feel like you're hitting all, all the notes like for, for things that you like. You got the video podcast. You got yeah. the the, uh, the music podcast. We got to branch out. I think I, I really want to see you do something with Eric, well, like a soccer podcast. Oh, my God, dude. If Eric and I did a soccer podcast. OK, first of all, I know there's a lot of soccer podcasts, but. First of all, there's no, he has zero commitment. <laughs> Sorry, Eric, I'm not trying to throw shade, bro, but you're never going to listen to this. Zero commitment. Plus, he'd have to drive up from Connecticut every weekend, or he could record it at home, but zero commitment. He wouldn't want to do it. He yeah. wouldn't want to do it. And plus, he would probably, he'd probably get us canceled. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. He, he, he's, he says some fucked up shit. I always have to he check does. him on that. I'm like, bro, what did you just say? Like, you can't say that kind of shit. I love him, though. He's oh man. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck whatever. I'm not even going to touch it. He's he's a uh, he, he's out here wild and very knowledgeable about soccer. Very opinionated. But, uh, you know, maybe next season, it's maybe like the that next shock jock for the for the podcast. The generation. Don, the Don Imus of Shishkin Productions, <laughs> Eric, um, when when the next season kicks off, maybe maybe because we did we did talk about it last season, but it just wasn't wasn't the time. Yeah. Um, speaking of soccer, MLS. It's back. They oh, decided yeah. that they're going to, um, you know, 
read ratify their constitution or whatever their collective uh-huh, uh-huh. what is it called collective bargaining uh, yeah collective bargaining agreement yeah, cba so, yeah, uh, the, the players are going to play the league's going to pay them that's pretty much what they found out i think yeah yeah which is good for us and it's great for us i mean theoretically you know not, right. nothing's actually been nothing's ever set in stone exactly and we don't have any guarantees we don't have any contracts but it's all, I mean, it's good because it's like friends of ours are actually going to be working, which is nice. Like exactly. friends at the league are going to have work. You know, last year Job already kind of decimated a few positions there. And, you know, the people we have left over there, like who are homies, if if the league was to, you know, shutter, their jobs would be in peril as well. So yeah. it's it's always good to uh, to see them bouncing back, you know? Well, and I, I think this, this year is going to be very important for them. Cause like, I, th- I think they can get through this past year and this upcoming year and come out the other side doing well. But I feel yeah. like an, an additional year on top of this, like three bad years in a row, I think that could be a, a really bad situation for MLS. I think I've, I've got my fingers crossed that this is going to be a good year. And I think last year, no matter how, you know, maybe poorly it was, it went financially or whatever. I do think last year was like, it was very exciting. I was glad that Columbus won. I I like that team. They're an original team. So it's good to see. Also, you like watching Seattle lose. Love watching Seattle lose. That's number one. <laughs> That's number one. The reason I like watching, if we want to really go deep with it, the reason I like watching Columbus win is because they're like Portland light. Oh, yeah. They have yeah, Darlington yeah. Nagby and Caleb Porter. It's like, ah, yeah, it's Portland light. I'm into it. Dang, Nagby didn't even play and they still housed them. They had a hell of a, of a game in the finals. Yeah, they just destroyed them. It was It was amazing. But... Um, I, I'm excited for this year too. And hopefully this year, if things open up and we can start going to games, hopefully we can go catch some Red Bulls games. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, that, that would be really cool. You know, we got to go to one Red Bulls game the first week of last year. It would have been a, a year ago in like a week, basically. One, one of the last events that we went to before the pandemic, like a little work event, um, we edited a video for Major League Soccer that was shown at their like 25th anniversary. Oh, yeah. What was that called? It was like a 25th anniversary kind of. It was like a launch or a kickoff, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, they had like a bunch of uh, people from like different uh, media outlets there. Is that and, like Columbus Circle? They had yeah. the commissioner. Apparently David Beckham was there. Yeah, Beckham was there. Right, right, right. And they just had like a full media day basically where they were going over everything that the league stand because it was the 25th anniversary right so oh, yeah. it was everything they launched a new anthem for, oh, that's for, for major was. league soccer and we edited edited the the video that was associated with that anthem yeah. it was uh the hans anthem zimmer. yeah composed by hans zimmer that's the craziest thing is that hans zimmer composed this beautiful new anthem they put so much time into this launch and then covid a and season so, like no other yeah for sure a season like no other and then we um you know, we actually went to that match and we heard the Hans Zimmer new anthem being played at that match. And it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, that's that's one of probably the most gratifying projects I've ever worked on because I actually saw it in the wild. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is cool. Like this actually it, it it kind of matters, you know, not that like video really matters in the grand scheme of things, but it kind of matters, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's one of those things where like the music is what really carries the piece. Mm -hmm. because it's about it's about the anthem but but. it was cool because like it was really like well done i mean they went and recorded it am am i am i tripping was it nashville or am i tripping i don't know where they recorded it but we were doing it the same time as the nashville project yeah i just assumed it was in nashville maybe it was but either way 
They hired like a full orchestra. They shot it on on Ari's. It was an art like an Ari Alexa, I think, is what they mm-hmm. shot it on. And it was like it looked great. And the whole thing was amazing. But then Hans Zimmer's part was recorded like on a webcam. or yeah. something. So that that part threw it off. But the video itself looked fucking beautiful, man. Dude, I got to be honest. I think that is the video that if, if someone asked me to show them something I've worked on in the last year yeah. or two, that's the one I would show them because I feel like that does the best job of showing my actual talents and like being able to marry audio to video. Yeah. We do so much like corporate stuff that like it's fine, but it, it it's not visually appealing or it's not impressive in any way. It's just, you know, it's a video. It just that exists. one that one I was actually proud of. I was like, man, this looks this gets me amped. Like I'm I'm fired up about to, it. To be fair, like that one is the one you're proud of, right? But also like that was most likely the last video before COVID. It was, yeah. So like, yeah. It, it's it's like, it, I think that just means that you've not been stoked on all of this bullshit Zoom and UGC crap yeah. and archival bullshit, which yeah. I'm, I'm not stoked on either. It's not great. But like, I mean, yeah, frankly, I, I haven't really been very stoked on anything I've made in the last year because of the visual limitations. Yeah. There's like no way to make it. It already doesn't look good. So there's, only so much you can do. You can tell the story. That's it. Yeah. That's all you can do. You yep. can tell the story. You can't like, you can't level it up in any way. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, um, yeah, it's a bummer, but I mean, hopefully we'll be back at some point. You know what I mean? In the next, uh, shit, four months. Yeah. I mean, we, we got to be on the other side of the hill, right? I'm hoping. Man. I've been Fingers saying that crossed. for a while though. I, I remember, I remember at the beginning I was like, ah, oh, we'll be good by like August or September. And I was being very conservative with you my are, estimation. Yeah. Everyone else is like, oh no, June, July, we'll be good. And I'm Yo, like, no, give it a couple extra months. I remember my exact words were May 1st will be a very important day. And then people <laughs> were like, you think it's going to be over May 1st? And I was like, I didn't say that. I just think it's going to be an important day. <laughs> like we were going to learn, we're going to learn a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think this May 1st will be, I meant 2021. Of course. It'll be a yeah. very important day. We're going to learn a lot. Chris, look, um, to keep it on sports, another thing that we're working on right now, this uh, Versus series. Oh, yeah. I don't I know it. if we ever actually named it on the pod because I think we were working on it. And yeah, I think, it just, I think we talked around it. Yeah, well, let's talk right at it. Versus is the name of the series. It's on a channel called The Game Day. Um, it's like a sports uh, yeah. sports betting. It type. might come up as uh, the game day NFL. That's depending right. On on the platform. Yeah. So it's a startup. It's like a, a sports betting startup. And I think they actually um, maybe the company I, I could get I could be getting this totally wrong, but maybe the company I believe they have a successful like brand that already exists somewhere in Europe that has to do with soccer. And then this game day thing is something that they're launching over here to try to appeal to NFL and NBA fans. Okay. I think. Um, but what we've, what we're working on is a series where we're comparing basketball players. Yeah. And yeah. it's called versus, and I've had a good time doing it. I like it. The first one we did was, I think we mentioned it before. It was Shaq versus Giannis. Uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm taking Shaq for now. Maybe Giannis in the long run. The next one, I don't want to say who it is yeah, let's right not spoil now. Spoil it for him. But I just want to say it's it's a, a superhero versus superhero kind of. It's true, and it's it's actually uh, it's it's a lot more even. It's it, a, it makes a lot more sense. It makes more it sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. What really what what I really love about this project is that like we're given pretty much full creative control. It's really really cool. Like this is the first time it, it's been like, hey we're going to order a season of this show from you guys Mm -hmm. and you get to, we'll give you our idea of what we want 
And then you go and write it. You come up with the visual treatment for it. You come up with you like we record the fucking voiceover. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, you you go on YouTube, you can listen to Alexi tell you about Shaq and Giannis. Yeah. If you didn't get enough of my fucking bullshit here, you can go (laughs) listen to it there. But it's uh, you can you can like what's cool is that we get to write it. We get to do the graphics for it. The VO. I mean, it's actually a whole in-house operation, which I I really enjoy. Like, I think that, uh, you know, that's the kind of project we, we were talking earlier about like B2C projects yeah, yeah, yeah. that are kind of like low budge. Those, this is the kind of thing that I would like love to do more of, you know, I would love to split this type of thing where we get like to really run it creatively and it's kind of low stakes like this. Mm-hmm. I'd like that. And on top of those, like a bunch of B2B stuff that's behind the scenes and like doesn't get into the public eye. Yeah, I think I got to agree with with that assessment like that. That's the perfect combo, right? Like you, you get stuff that's kind of kind of chill and easy and pays the bills. And, you know, you don't completely hate yourself doing it. Yeah. But then you also get your little fun stuff where you get to flex your creative muscles a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, if it's not perfect. That's okay because really not a lot of people are watching it. It's yeah. Low stakes, like you said. Yeah, and and I mean, it's it, it the cool part about low stakes is that you can take risks. Exactly. Like you can yeah, try yeah. new stuff. You can always mess with the format. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and we're still in the early stages of this series, so like, mm-hmm. you know, the first episode might not reflect the fifth episode. Maybe maybe it'll grow in, in certain ways. Maybe we yeah. can try some new things in the upcoming episodes. I I mean, man, I love those. I love developing a show like that and really running with it the whole way. Like that's something I really, really enjoy doing. And I want to do more of that. It's weird because you can't look, let me, let me be frank. I wasn't, I haven't like gone out selling that as something we do. So it's like, it's, 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 it would be jacked up of me to say like, you know, it's hard to get that kind of stuff. Cause I'm sure people, uh, and when I say people, I mean like, companies yeah Yeah. i'm sure they would buy into it if if i was to show them examples and go hey we did this as they say soup to nuts you know what i mean to nuts from the beginning all the way through the end like this is all us and that that would be cool but then at that point i'm trying to play production company instead of post house you know it's almost like what do we should we just fucking do it (laughs) like should we just go for it i don't know i mean this is a good starting point though because you know before we didn't really have a whole lot to be like oh yeah we we can do this yeah we'll prove it well now we can prove it yeah and i think if we lean into like a production company style but using the like strengths of a post house you know what i'm saying so using graphics archival ugc whatever then maybe we will have a little bit of luck with that before we push into like really, you know, trying to shoot something, which I, I really would never want to do that. I would I was, just outsource it. I see, think. I was about to ask what once this uh, this FX six comes in, mm-hmm. like, do you see us kind of not moving to be a production company, like a straight up production company, not just post, but at least doing a few productions per year? Totally. I, th- I want to make a few things, but I want to make I want to use that as like a creative outlet because I don't want to okay. come in here and turn this into like I don't want to associate the energy of this office with this is the place where I go. Remember earlier today we were talking about how it feels like the Flintstones and this is just like the quarry. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to turn it into a thing where like we come in here and and that's it. That's all we do is just like break up rocks and then leave. Like I want it to, to there to be some creativity here right sure. now. That creativity is at 
this table, like literally it's, it's where these microphones are. That's where the creativity is in this office. Everything else is a, it's, it feels like a work machine. Everything else is work. So it's like, I want to balance that. And mm-hmm. that's why I think that camera is going to be useful because we'll have a tool to like do anything we want. It's like a cool, if you, you go, if you make a music video, go make a music video. If you want to film some TikToks, film some TikToks. If you want to just like do a random interview show, do that. If you want to, if we want to film us doing the podcast, we can do that, yeah. which we're not going to do. No, hopefully not. But definitely not. No, hopefully we're okay, not doing good. that. Thank God. But, um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just cool to have that as a tool. Yeah, you know absolutely. What, I mean? what do you want to do with that camera? What do you want to accomplish with it? Man, I, I, I would like to shoot some stuff. Like, I don't even know what, though. Like, I think part of me thinks, oh, let's let's do something creative and fun like we would have in high school, you know, creating skits. Yeah. But the, I don't really honestly, I don't it's really, hard. It's hard. People. Yeah. Don't, you need to have people available back then. The and reason it's easy, and, it's easy to do yeah. stuff back then because everyone's available mm-hmm. here. It's like people have fucking jobs, man. Yeah. Now I think about like, well, maybe we could do like a cooking show or something like that. You know, something yeah. that's actually not necessarily not, not necessarily profitable, but something you could sell or yeah. like something that has some sort of broad appeal not like a you know a niche comedy skit right 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 one thing i want to do is i want to make a uh i want to make a pilot for uh like we were talking about that sandwich show yeah exactly i think that would be really fun that's what i think of first yeah i want to make that i think that'd be cool but really that's like what you were just talking about where you were like uh you know it'd be fun to do stuff but it's hard to get people right yeah that's why like last summer i was like man i'm I'm just going to try to start this podcast shit up because like it's easier to get. It's still hard to get people, but like it's easier to get people for a podcast. Yeah, like, it's like you add, adding need... sugar to the water or like. Yeah. What do you mean sugar to the water? Well, you know, uh, it attracts uh, attracts flies and stuff. Well, you know? I'm not trying to get no flies All on right. the podcast. All right. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Well, add sugar to the water, though. What does that mean? Like in, in this sense, like what are you? What is that? Are you saying like by making a podcast, people will want to be on it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're just adding you're, you're showing something to people like, like like it gives people a reason to to come here, I guess. I, yeah. OK, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was thinking it more like. I want to, it's easier like to, to do this. So when the quarantine started, I did that vlog. Remember I did that stupid little vlog. Yeah. Where, like, yeah it work was like, from home vlog. Yeah. So that was a lot of work, but it was fun to like catch up with people and like talk to them. And I was like, oh, well a podcast is like way less work. It's just, it's still work, Talking. but it's like you get two people in a room, whatever maybe you, the most you have to get is like four people together or on the same page or available at the same time. Whereas like with the film production, the minimum you need to get is like four people available at the same exactly. time. Exactly. And that that's like a, a skeleton crew. Yeah. And that's, it's probably going to look fucking weird and not great. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, that, that's the kind of stuff we've been editing lately where there's, there's three people on set yeah. and you can tell there's three people on set. Yeah. Whereas like with, with this, it's like, you know, not to say that this sounds fucking great or whatever, but this is like literally me and you sitting here with my fucking laptop. It's as close to plug and play as you can get, really. Super close, yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, sounds all right. I don't know. I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, hoping that the new advertisers start rolling in. You know, we'll I think see. we actually might have a new advertiser coming up. Oh. Shout out Ben, by the way. We have a oh, new we listener. Got a new listener. We have That's a new listener. Right. 
It took us until minute like 45 to acknowledge our new listener. Whereas last week we dedicated a whole episode to some <laughs> random person in South Africa. Look, South Africa, you're not a random person. You, We just don't know you because you That's still true. haven't contacted us. Yeah, you got to hit us up, South Africa. Joe Berg. Joe Berg. Yeah, yo, but real, real talk. Shout out to Ben. That was, uh, that's very, it's very cool that he started listening. I think we're up to uh, five. Five, okay. Five that's solid, solid listeners. Yep. Well, you know, I, I feel like we haven't heard from Trey in a while. I don't know if he's keeping up. Yeah, Trey may have fallen off, honestly. I wouldn't blame him. All right, Trey. You're you're kicked off of the no, Sizzle Reel gang. Come on, no, Lou. okay, all right. Yeah, this is a big boat. All we right. can fit a lot of people. All right, Trey, you're back on the Sizzle Reel gang. <laughs> Give him some floaties at least. You got you got some floaties though. He's going dude, for a so swim and he'll come back. We expect one tweet in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can stay on. You know what, Trey? You can join the Discord. That's an, did I mention that? I didn't mention. I don't it, think you I? mentioned that. For our Patreon subscribers, we're gonna launch the Patreon in March. For our Patreon subscribers. Not only do you get that radio play I was talking about, but you also are going to get access to the Shishkin Productions Discord, yeah. where all of the podcasts will live. And uh, it's basically just going to be me and Chris and uh, maybe one person will join and they'll feel weird and then they'll leave <laughs> and they'll just be me and Chris sharing memes and shit. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, this sounds like a good place to uh, to plug the, the the social medias and stuff, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I believe we're at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter. We have two tweets now, maybe three by the time you're listening to this. Who knows? Uh, three. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I like held my fingers up and nodded, like not talking. <laughs> yes, yes. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's three. Uh, thanks, producer. No uh, <laughs> I think we're at Sizzle Real Gang on Instagram as well. And Vince, Air Vince One, has been doing a hell of a job with our Instagram. Has he? I think so. That's Maybe. fucking great. I, I mean, Air Vince One is just the com- man. Comparatively, I'm gonna stop calling him Vince and start calling him Air Vince One. I was trying to plug his his handle at the same time. That's as, good. It's know. solid. It's a solid play. Air Vince One. Yeah, on all platforms, probably. Uh, probably all all platforms. Great, great uh, photographer, videographer, brand expert. Right. Yeah. Social yeah. media guru. Yeah. Yeah. He got in a little tiff with uh, FedEx. Oh God, Listen to this sure bullshit. Did. This is what we're going to end on. It's going to be my uh, anti. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to write off one company every single podcast. I'm going to cancel one company at okay. the end of every single. So today it's Federal yeah. Express. Today it's FedEx. So uh, our boy Air Vince one got a little hard drive delivered to the office and someone swiped it. And swiper, uh, no swiping. they just swiped it. They just went whoosh, swiped it. See you later. And then, but not for the podcast, but they, uh, <laughs> they took the fucking thing. And then, uh, Vince calls uh, BNH and is like, Hey, um, I was supposed to get this. They said, yeah, it was dropped off. And he said, no, it wasn't dropped off. He had to open up a case, file a claim, all this. Then I get a knock on the door. Uh, it's a FedEx guy. I open it. The FedEx guy's like, Hey man, um, there was a complaint that like this package didn't make it. And I know I dropped it off. Like, here's the paperwork I can show you. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, dude, like that, that wasn't my package. So you're going to have to talk to Air Vince one about this. And he says, okay, um, yeah, what's his number? Let me know. Because if I don't find out what happened to this package or recover it, they take the value of the package out of my paycheck. That's wild. That's fucking crazy. And this is like a four terabyte hard drive. This is not a small amount to take out of this man's paycheck. It might be half a day of work. Could Two, be a full day of work. $250 yeah. taken out of this man's fucking paycheck. He works harder than anybody in this goddamn building. He delivered that shit in the snow. Literally, in the yeah, snow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had like near record snows that weekend. Mm-hmm. And he came and delivered that fucking package. And someone decided to swipe it. 
and he is getting in trouble for this? It sucks. How the fuck is FedEx going to dock this man $250 for that shit? Yeah. That's, yep. That is some straight up trickle bullshit. down economics. Yeah. What trickles down? The pain. Mm-hmm. The pain trickles down. Mm-hmm. The pleasure stays up there. The pain trickles down. Sounds like a weird ad for directs. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, this uh, this this podcast is, is over. And I just want to say FedEx is canceled and fuck trickle down economics. And uh, man, maybe this is not a good segment to put last because we're just ending this. I'm riled up now. Look at Shishkin Productions on TikTok. That's right. <laughs> and uh, companies are people, too, my friend. Stop. Get out of here. <laughs> Peace. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>